here's one of the first screenshots I ever had of my business bank account when I was starting this new business. I had $6,183 in this bank account, um, soon to be less than $2,000 after I spent over $5,000 on a marketing course, uh, one of the most popular marketing courses in the insurance space that absolutely sucked. And that was a quick lesson that I've learned, a hard lesson. I was down to about $2,000 my first month and a half in this business, and I didn't know about chargebacks. I didn't know about... Um, you know, the leads that I was buying, I was so oblivious to this thing. But I wanna share with you guys too the, the sales processes, the, the things I'm gonna share with you about leads and ultimately how I was able to turn this around to build a successful, profitable business. So um, for us here, <clears throat> results started to come. I'm gonna share with you guys through this video what you can actually do and wanna give you results of how I consistently learned how to figure out how to make over $20,000 a month my own pen selling life insurance and it's pretty cool because you plug me into any system with the skill set that I have I know I can earn $20,000 or more per month you take me in any any IMO whatever IMO you got out there give it to me give me their model and I can make 20 grand I'll figure it out I'll find a way it's because of the skills the sales processes and the urgency that I instilled when the average agent's only making around 2,000 I figured out how to 200 times that to make 200 $26,000 in a month profit. Um, here's some real statements here for you. I wanted to share with you bank statements from carriers, uh, $2,000 deposit, $100, deposits. Uh, when I was currently selling, just getting started, I was a top brokerage. I was a writer out of hundreds of agents doing $63,000 at AP last September uh, of September 2022. Um, and then ultimately, um, through the systems, processes, and sales that I figured out, guys, I learned how to flip $1,400 into $31,000 of profit. Here's my lead spend, which is $1,400 into $31,000 of upfront cash. Um, and I'm just going to share with you guys how I did it. Uh, even with my last IMO, when people were dropping off like flies, I implemented these seven sales processes and issue paid report, 271,000 issue paid at my last IMO. You can see issue paid 38,000, 30, issue paid 31,000, 52,000, issue paid 54,000. These are real numbers, real metrics that I want to share with you guys. And then ultimately I dabbled into learning about Facebook ads, which we talk about here is really when I started learning about myself generation um, and really just started to learn how to generate my own leads for 15, 15 leads for $6. Um, and ultimately I've been able to combine this into a system combined with the sales process. And I've met Micah Metcalf, my business partner who has an un stoppable system that turns turned me into a profitable machine but ultimately allowed me to understand that literally anyone can make this business work if they have the right leads and the right sales process so shout out micah for just letting me and learning from you and ultimately guys i want to get to the meat of the seven real strategies that completely changed my life like i literally went from six thousand dollars my bank account down to two thousand dollars i had a lot of bills melting up. I gave up all my income sources. Luckily, I didn't have any debt. But um, these seven sales, sales strategies that I'm going to share with you guys literally allowed me to survive. When I had my back against the wall, I knew I had to find ways to be profitable. I knew I had to make money. I knew that there was no excuses. I had to do things differently, and I had to make this business work. And when you can go all in, and you have no plan B, and you have to make this business work, it worked for me and it worked for you. And I can confidently say that I went from $6,000 in this business account to multiple uh, earnings of $20,000 per month and, and weeks where I was doing 5,000 a week and I've earned, saved over six figures, multiple six figures from this business, guys, that you can do this as well. And I, I don't wanna brag here and I have a lot to figure out. I've lost a ton of money, 
but I just want to be some type of real source of truth that you can actually make this work. And I hope I've provided enough evidence for you that you can actually earn six figures a year selling life insurance. I'm going to share with you how I did it. So uh, story-wise is when I was selling without any of the systems, I... Uh, I had Ringy and I had Smart Financial. Um, Smart Financial here, I, I sold 90 deals with a cost per lead of 521. I don't use them anymore. Um, I shared too much on actually YouTube when I first got started. I did 80,000 with this lead vendor and everyone went there. Lead quality tanked. <clears throat> My business tanked. Chargebacks grew and I stopped using them. But ultimately at first, one of the core values that I focused on, number one sales strategy that I did every day was I wanted one deal by noon. I don't care what I had to do, my one deal by noon was only thing I focused on. I used to start when I was calling um, Smart Financial Leads, I would call people at 8.30 and I would start all day. All my service work was out the window, all the Texas did my girlfriend at the time was out the window, all the gym was out the window. I did whatever it took to get a deal by noon. I did that for six to seven days straight when I was working seven days and I had to do it. I would buy more leads, it wasn't the smartest thing, but I'm finding a way to get a deal by noon. And that urgency, that grit of never giving up, I'm going to find a deal, I have to find a deal, allow me to survive in this business. And one of the core tendencies that I want you to implement that will help you win. You should not start your day. You should not do things if you are not feeding yourself because sales is the oxygen to your future. Future, And I knew that I needed to make money, so I had to find a way to make money by noon. And that's exactly what I did. Smart Financial, um, I used this philosophy it was incredible, and it's kind of weird. I got 2,032 leads. I sold 103 policies in a, a small, short amount of a time. I had a 5% closing ratio, and I was a top 1% life insurance agent at Smart Financial who sells leads to thousands of thousands of agents. And it's by that philosophy of I need to make a deal by noon or I am not doing anything. And sure enough, nine o'clock would roll around, I have my three presentations in, I'd have my talk time in, and those deals were being made. So the first one was one deal by noon. The second core sales philosophy principle that I that I really focused on that was so important is that I learned to hawk the messages. I had a drip system, a campaign through ringing at the time. Now it's through go high level, but um, ultimately guys, when people are texting, we cannot neglect their text messages. It's responding in one minute. It was when someone was telling me that they're not, not a smoker, it's texting them twice. Are you okay? Giving them a call. And so many times lead will, leads will come in, but we don't nurture them. We don't hawk them. We don't have them. For me, I was a hunter and I was looking for my prey. And anytime I had that text message come in, I knew it was my opportunity to strike. So a lot of us neglect or are not quick with our leads. And I want you guys to share with you this principle is that I hawk the messages because I treated every lead as a buyer. I knew if I could get this person on the phone, I could sell them with my sales ability. So I'd look at the messages, I would check the emails, I would send them extra messages, I would send them sneaky little messages to respond back. Those messages were gold mines and allowed me to earn six figures in the industry all through texting. If I had a lead, and a text messaging platform and a cell phone, I could make an unlimited amount of money. It's because of those two principles combined. Deal by noon urgency. Secondly is hawk the messages because I have to find a sale. Third thing that I learned is time kills deals. Guys, when you are looking to make money in the life insurance industry, you need to find people who are actually buyer. And a lot of times 
I train my team on this too. It's a lot of times we spend time with people who are not gonna buy, people who are low quality, people who don't have the income, and we'll try to sell them a $2 policy. We'll try to sell them the worst quality product when you are wasting 40 to 50 minutes, an hour on someone who doesn't say yes. My sales presentation was less than 15 minutes. Start to finish into the app was 15 minutes because I knew that time kills deals. You might say, Peter, that's too short. How do you know how to do this? Because I had a whole pipeline of leads, text messages that were coming in and I had to get a deal by noon. You see all these are flowing and I knew that I needed to not waste time with people who are not buyers. And then when I made that first sale because I found that right buyer, guess what? I could then spend time, a little more time after I made that first deal with someone who I might be able to get over through the finish line, but I never, I never, I never wasted time talking about my family, my personal life, my girlfriend, what she's shopping with. It was all about the prospect and how I could solve their problem, which allowed me to become unstoppable on the phones. Fourth, most important value prop here that was so crucial for my success early on was underwrite for value. Um, I don't know if you guys can see this, but I used insurance toolkits. Um, I learned what medications were crucial for certain carriers and ultimately had a handful of carriers that were very important to me. At first, I was just putting people with AIG because people were just, my upline didn't have the underwriting experience and I was just getting a lot of people declined or I was letting a, a lot of people just not you know stick because they were finding better policies. And the minute that I fixed that by understanding I can underwrite people, that I have enough knowledge and I can understand what products are in the marketplace and I can actually place them with the best carrier if they're a smoker or place them with the best carrier if they have congestive heart failure or put them in the best position and not be a one-stop shop that I could actually make real money. I could boost my client retention. I could sell better policies and ultimately I had more value in the sales process. What I've learned through underwriting that's very important for you, that helped me, is I knew that if I could create more value, if I could basically create the uh, manufactured value of a product worth more than what they're gonna pay. So the price, the value discrepancy, the lower the price, the higher the value, do, the more that they're willing to go ahead and buy the object, is that I wanted to create the most valuable product. And that came down to underwriting and having access to the carriers that are gonna put people in the best position. I think one of the biggest things that shot me in the foot early on that lost money that got the chargebacks that was told to sell one product that starts with an A that was not the best product. I got chargebacks at the wazoo and it was unbelievable. Um, so. Just something to be mindful of. Make sure that you can underwrite, have product knowledge, and put people in the best positions. Now, the fifth thing was very, very important is the learning how to objection handle. The three times objection handling. This is something that I learned. It's something I focused on. And this is how I learned to never get a no for an answer. That I had to find a way, guys. What helped me get these results was this grit that I am going to get the deal. The utmost belief. Again, my back was against the wall. I had sales, I had people relying on me, I had this big business goal that I set out to my parents, I'm gonna make all this money, and all of a sudden, I'm not making sales, that's not happening because someone gives me an objection. And that mentality shift is, I need to think about it, or I need to talk to my wife, came up over and over and over again. And what helped me close, I think, 50% of my deals that I have today, were taking the people that were on the fence, taking the people that were buyers but were scared to make a decision, and just walking them through Three times, what are you most concerned about? What are you afraid of today if you bought today? What's really holding you back today, Miss Sally? Miss Jones, can you walk me through why you need this? Can you explain what's not moving you forward? 
and objection handling over and over and over. It's not so much the concept of three times, but it's ultimately the one thing that I sat in and I understood that I am not giving up on a prospect. I am going to fight, I am going to claw, and I am going to sit in there as much as possible and not be a wimp because I'm scared to ask hard questions, I'm scared to get to the root, and I'm scared to actually tell them that they have an issue that they're not that they're scared of solving. I am going to get my hands and feet dirty to objection handle, to ask the questions, and to close the deal. And that's what came down to the philosophy of three times objection handling. It was a loop three times. It was the one time they didn't say yes. It was the next time they didn't say yes. It was the third time they didn't say yes. And the next time they finally moved forward, and guess what? I got a paycheck from a carrier. I actually made the sale and I could allow myself to survive one extra day in this business. And it came down from that relentless mentality of I am going to objection handle, I am going to close you, and I'm going to find a way to close the deal. Sixth thing is actual outputs. My goal in the first 12 months was to outwork everyone. You might look back on my YouTube channel, I wasn't posting videos for the longest time because I did nothing but sell. I had a stack of leads, I had papers, and I laid on my floor, I sold deals. I did not leave my office until I sold deals. You can see here in this actual picture, I, I, I closed four deals um, that day, uh, and it's dark out, it's probably 8.30 at night. Uh, that's an AIG policy that we're doing there, but literally guys, when, when no one knew what I was doing, I was in the trenches, I was in the game, because I knew that the only way that I was gonna make this thing work is that if I outworked everyone. As everyone was getting off early, thankfully I didn't have kids, I didn't spend time with my girlfriend at the time, I did everything but work because my dials and outputs were the most important thing that I controlled. Some people want these results, people want to do this, and people want to earn six figures, and Peter say, oh man, that must be nice, you have special leads, no. The longest time, all I had was my heart, and that's all I literally instilled. I didn't get up, I didn't work, do anything else other than work. My last year of my life was simply working. Saturday, Sundays, waking up on the Saturday mornings, working, working, working. And it's not sexy, guys, but if you want to make this business work, that's exactly what you have to do in outbound dialing. And I wanted to put more presentations in. There are people that were making the most sales, and I was like, I am not going to let them outsell me. So y'all better watch. Go out, watch your football on Sunday. I'm going to be in the dial room selling. So I outdialed, outworked people. Um, I just wanted to invest. Like guys, I want you to know I gave up a lot to make this work because I had to make it work. People were mad at me. My parents didn't see me. My brother was like, dude, what are you doing in your office all day? I was not not making sales and I was not not gonna make this work, okay? And I had to put in the work. Seventh thing is most important is it's like this ultimate desire to be the best agent ever. Uh, this is Mr. Rodney, Miss Bell. Um, I had to find a deal. They wouldn't give me their account number. Guess what? I drove to their house and I found a way to close them both because I wanted to be the best life insurance agent ever. And it wasn't me just being half-assed in it. Let's go ahead and make some sales. Let's make a few quick bucks here. No, I wanted to build a referral-based business eventually. I wanted to build something that's sustainable and I wanted to be the best ever life insurance agent. As I was plugged into the ecosystem of other people selling, of doing things differently, I was like, dang, I actually have an opportunity to make this my skill craft. Like, I can make this my one thing that I am so good at. I had the time, I had the heart, I had the charisma, I had the objection handling, I had the core tendencies, now I wanted to be the best. I wanted to impact people's lives, and what allowed me to do this was this pure wanting to serve and help other people. I had this belief, this significant amount of insecurity of like, I don't know if I'm gonna make this work, 
but ultimate amount of belief that I'm going to be the best, that I'm going to figure this damn thing out, and I'm going to make this be a way because ultimately I knew I had to make this work. And what came down to it at the end of the day was going all in, was doing, saying, clawing, and not letting myself fail because I would smile different. I would come out to your house if I needed to. I would send you anything that you need. I'd get me on a FaceTime to sign the application. Whatever I needed to do, I fought for all of our clients, all of the clients that I had because I knew if that client went somewhere else, guess what? They are not going to be served like Peter. They are not going to get helped like Peter. They're not going to be loved on by Peter. They're not going to get the best follow-up system. So I had this guilt and this shame that was built in my sales process, which made me fight for every single one of my clients that allowed me to change my life in the life insurance business, guys. I make this channel, lastly, just to say thank you guys for tuning into this journey. Um, 12 months ago when I first started this business, I had no idea where I was going to be at. I, I wanted to make this video, I was laying in my bed last night looking through financial statements and I'm like, wow, this business has changed my life. And again, this is before I had legacy family life. This was before we built an asset and a company that is impacting helping other people, but this was me on my own pen. And ultimately, I just make this video because I just want to share with you guys, again, I don't care what system you're in, you give me 50% comp free leads, you give me 150% comp, I'll buy my leads. I and you can know that you can figure this out. And if you're BSing yourself, if you're not getting the results, if you're unhappy with how much money you're making in the industry, look at you. Look at these seven core principles and how honest are you of like, are you actually giving it your all? Are you going all in? Or are you half-assing it? These 12 months changed my life because I, gave, I went all in. These sales processes that I've developed were when no one knew me when I was plugged into the bunker and just figuring this thing out making the deals by noon, figuring out how to be the best agent ever, hawking those text messages, ultimately serving my clients like no other, and doing whatever it took to become successful. This is my story. This is my journey of how I went from literally $6,000 in a bank account, six figures, pure profit, selling life insurance off my own pen. And you guys can do this yourself if you invest yourself. I love you guys. hope this video helped you. And ultimately, keep enjoying. And if there's anything that I can do for you, please let me know. I love you guys. Take care. Peace.